2: And we are back for another week of Life in Spanglish. Hi, honey. Hola. We're both using neutrals today. Yes, we are. Yes, neon is a neutral, in case you guys didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so is animal print. I
3: like that animal print. It's it's not too peg-bundy of you. Oh, thank you. It's nice and light, like subtle.
2: Yeah, thank you. This is like grown folks. Like This is like a grown folks jacket that I'm wearing. If you're not watching us on YouTube, don't pay us any mind right now. But you know what? (laughs) But but they can
3: go look on YouTube (laughs) and see exactly what it is that we're talking about.
2: Totally. We are recording all of our podcasts now for you to enjoy. Maybe like if you're at work, you can listen to it or watch it. But I wanted to talk to you today about the thing that's been on my mind. It, I cannot sleep. I have been thinking about it nonstop. And I want to know what your opinion is, because I feel like this might just be me. Okay. What is it, the Rona. No girl, love is blind, and oh. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> I am so torn up about this one moment. It was. Did you watch the entire season? Of
3: course, I even watched the finale. Okay, me too. Okay, the, good. So the wait, reunion I, or whatever it's I called. Yeah,
2: I didn't even know if you had watched the whole thing, but yeah, I was like, I'm just I did. gonna. Pop
3: I I this finished it. It didn't have enough drama for me, but I whatever. Agree.
2: Okay, but was there one moment, and I'm springing this on you. So, I know what
3: you're gonna talk about. What. Are you going to talk about the wine and the dog? No. Okay. No, that
2: moment was uncomfortable for me. Yes. It was a little cringy, but I want to know what was the one moment throughout the entire season that made your jaw drop on the floor? Because like, I'm not, you know, how there are some people who watch television and they're animated mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you can hear them in the next room. I'm not that person. I but am. are you? Okay. Yeah, I want to
3: watch. I want to record myself reacting to shows because I'm so crazy Oh, about you it. and
2: Ashley would be great at that. You and your best friend, Ashley. We probably yeah. would. Yeah. So like, was there one moment that you can think of? And again, I'm sorry, I should have prepared you for this, but I thought I'm going to ask honey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was there one moment throughout the season yes. that made you
3: just yes. let like,
2: your jaw drop to the floor? What was it?
3: When Gianina told her man that she wasn't really feeling it when he was putting it down.
2: That is exactly the I'm kidding you I me said, too How do i you? said bitch i was like that is cold-blooded it really was this really home was. went for it and, she didn't care and by the way latina, i didn't by the way home. but yeah total freaking latina move well that dick ain't good and okay that, so I,
3: I was shocked i was I like, was
2: dying okay that was like a jaw-dropper moment it for really me. was And I, I
3: had to go back in my memory bank and i'm like when was i really shocked exactly. during this show she she really went there she but went i wasn't there. even mad at her because here's the thing if you're missing something in the bedroom but you're not saying anything how's your partner going to know girl
2: girl how do you ever <laughs> recover from a statement like that as and- a man As as anyone, if your man says it to you, like
3: you got to go in there, put it down and be like, let me throw it on you the way it's never been thrown on you. And you're never going to say that ever again in your life.
2: No. Okay. So here's what I'm saying. If you guys watch (laughs) love is blind, no, because you know why? Here's the thing. You cannot fight dirty in a relationship that is long-term.
3: You cannot. I, I that feel was like a low blow. That
2: was the lowest blow. And she's like, have you ever noticed that whenever you say I was the best in bed that I never say it back? And I was like, ah! <laughs>
3: I is, loved it, though. S-
2: that is all the way She's crazy, up. though. Yeah.
3: She'd be like, listen to me, motherfucker. I'm yeah. like,
2: Janina, I, I thought
3: I was bad. No,
2: totally. I know. And she is like a, and, and what, here's the thing. The podcast is called Life in Spanglish. Yes. But when I think of a stereotypical Latina, uh-huh. she is it. She's it. She's so cute, too. She's adorable. She is. She's, She's really... so cute. She's so put together. She's got like, you know, I felt like she had really cute fashion compared to the other girls. She did. And you her, her I mean?
3: extensions got better progressively. You I know?
2: did notice a track one time. Yeah, well, well was when she was like so in bad. the cubes. The hair yes. just
3: wasn't being tended to properly. But once she was out in the street, she was.
2: She was taking care of her business. Her
3: mother, though.
2: I mean... Typical Latina
3: mom. When they hit no.
2: Que hecka, no. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my the gosh. The mom was like, really crying. Her mom was pissed. She was like, I told you They to were say Venezuelan, no. right? I don't know what her background yeah. is. They were from
3: Venezuela. Okay. But then her father, his name was like G- Giovanni Gio- Palacci. Yeah. I don't know. So she might have been like Italian, Italian and Venezuelan. That's what I thought. But she was definitely oh yes, yeah, she was Venezuelan. She said she sends the care packages back.
2: Oh, that's right. Remember? Yeah, she did. Yeah. And then who was the other dude that was hanging out? Is that her mom's new man? That's that was her her mom. Mom's
3: new man. Okay. He had mad opinions. I don't know why, because her real dad was there. I'm going to need you to chill out, sir. Her
2: real dad reminded me of my tío. He yeah.
3: looked very stoic. He yeah. was like...
2: He would just sit there and then he would do like the whole eyebrow raise. Like, you know which one I'm talking about. Like, you know, like when the older man in your family just sits there with his arms crossed and just raises his eyebrows. That was Mark's dad, too. Oh, what?
3: Mark's dad. Remember when they worked at Mark's family's house? Yes. Mark's dad didn't say a word. He
2: did not say one He was another another Latino
3: on the show. That's
2: so true. You know what? And his dad was just very, his, I will tell you this what you're gonna say Hispanic
3: parents really don't be with the shit so like who is this know. why are you marrying them from behind a wall it
2: made me think of the way that I'm gonna be as a mother we're gonna get on that in a whole second but I wanna go back to the whole Gigi thing where she like totally puts her guy down uh huh I said to my. I've
3: husband, had bad moments like that though. I'm not gonna lie to where you. Where you just
2: word vomit. Yeah,
3: and then I'm like, why did I say all that? Oh, like, but
2: I've had those moments too. I don't think anybody's immune from that. Because I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I didn't say some like, I know. nasty shit to I Mark. I think
3: back to it and I'm like, what? you
2: regret it. Yeah,
3: I really do. I'm like, wow. And you know what? It's crazy. Sometimes as women, we mm-hmm. tend to think that men don't have feelings. No, they and do. That they're Sometimes not, they're
2: even more sensitive. And that they're
3: not gonna get hurt by the things we say. And we say these low below type of things. Like mm-hmm. my my favorite shit to say is like, I don't need you I'll be yeah. fine without you Ooh. like it, that's like my favorite well I haven't done it in a while but that yeah. used to be my go to it's been
2: 6 months no honestly <laughs> <laughs> with you no but you know that's the thing if you're really truly in a healthy relationship mm-hmm. okay which again I'm not an expert I don't know I go to therapy all the time but this is just what I hear okay they say that if you're in a really healthy relationship that you are that your intentions shouldn't be contemptuous, I think is is the right word, like you shouldn't go after the person to hurt them, you should be communicating with them, okay, yeah, so in the past, in other relationships, I went there, like I would go there, but because my husband, because I'm with Mark now, I feel like if I said something like that, that's like the point of no return. Really? For for me personally, I feel like if he were to say something like that to me, how do you ever not get that out of your head when you're like, banging it out you know, know what I mean like or you always have that like insecurity in the back of your mind like I'm gonna blow his mind <laughs> tonight and meanwhile he's like not interested or vice versa like what she was saying to him to when, Damien yeah when it
3: comes to sex you have to be like so careful with the things you say and how, that's you, a how you approach things. that
2: you are literally on stage on that bed <laughs> okay sometimes if you out here
3: slacking Carolina you need a little refresher course or something you know somebody's that's gotta okay. tell you that's somebody's okay tell
2: you like listen you
3: out here you're just laying like a starfish. I'll, I'll be checking for your pulse. Like,
2: is this bitch alive? Is that even possible for us? I don't even think so. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know what you do, but I know I, I'm, I'm really like, I'll be pulse, going okay? and- <laughs> <laughs> in. I need to make it worth it. No, but it's so true. Like, if you think about it, the physicality of a relationship that would be so hurtful. Like, in the back of my mind, if I were Damien, this guy, I would never be able to think of anything else while I'm in bed with this woman again. <sighs>
3: You know that that's a fact, but that also probably maybe he just wasn't putting his best foot forward. Maybe, I don't know. maybe he needed to go in a little harder. No, poor white boy, I feel so bad. Well, listen, him, you won't be cu- crossing over to the Latina side.
2: You are going to have to put it
3: down. That's okay, right. we're not trying to have business. no softness, like you know. <laughs>
2: No, it's true, though. I think that maybe she got... And then if you watch the reunion, you can see that they're actually kind of happy together. Yeah. I mean, I think to me it looked like they were happy, but I feel like <laughs> she had a lot of work to do. I feel like he was way more emotionally mature Yeah, she... she, than looked, she than well, then, she kind of acted
3: a lot like a big baby, you know, young, with her too. antics. Like, How old was she? 26? Yeah, like the way she behaved. She was kind of like... She's really cute, though. I love her. She's
2: very cute. Now, let's talk about Mark and his mother. Now, Mark and his mom, I could feel the pain. What that were they? Were mother... they Cuban? No, I think they're Mexican. Oh, oh said yes, they were Mexican. They were Mexican. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just, I, it made me think fast forward 10, 15, however many years ahead, what kind of mom am I going to be when my sons bring home a young lady?
3: I never liked to meet moms. Never. That was never my thing.
2: I have got to be honest. I could feel like when she said, you know, give me the glass of wine because I am the queen of the house. Yeah, and she, I had, like, like, oh, she had like a different glass. She had like a different yeah, glass, she yeah. She was like letting everybody know that like she basically lifted her leg and peed on the table. Like well, and said, this much. is my territory. It is. You know, which it should be. But- I don't know. I just felt so uncomfortable. I
3: don't know. I feel like you're going to be like the friendly type of mother-in-law. Like you're going to kind of like, if you like the girl, I think you're going to like kind of be cool with her.
2: I, you know what? I'm an open book. Like I wear my heart on my sleeve. I think it would be really difficult for me to like hide my feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
3: Well, if, if it's the right one, I, yeah. can, I, I can see you being like the cool mother-in-law. Like yeah. I'm
2: with your mom. Don't no, worry about totally. it. No, totally. And you know what? I do look forward to that since I don't have girls. Like I, I want to have a relationship with my son's future, wives whatever they choose to do which you know I don't want to you know speak for them but you know whoever they decide to love I want to love that person
3: whatever you do Carolina just stay out of their business that's the only reason I really truly love my mother-in-law this woman meddles in nothing really she's amazing
2: wow just just for that lucky
3: I am very lucky because I hear of people that their marriages end because of their in-laws or or their families the other person's families yeah I'm
2: not the one no we established that very very early on and I'm very fortunate too because like there are stereotypical like you know you hear like oh you have a Jewish mother-in-law and truthfully she does so, I mean I think location also has a lot to do with it oh yeah that's Florida
3: she can't just pull up on you no
2: no no but it, I mean it's very cool doing spot checks oh please. somebody hasn't been
3: dusting imagine that
2: no Lord Jesus. and and she can find plenty of spaces with dust mites in my house because that place <laughs> is like lacking right now but anyway I wanted to like pop that on you and here we from are from the very beginning so we're here connected. we are now um, tell us about this because you were saying how you didn't want to shave today
3: oh my god it's crazy because like one of the first things that, that are, are on this list of topics that we can talk about is yeah. do you shave how often do you shave or do you judge people that don't shave yeah and it's crazy I looked at my legs this morning I was like should I shave today and I was like nah I could go like one more day or two more days. I
2: don't know what it is. I don't shave as often as I probably should. And you know what I get? I get those little like just down on the bottom. I don't get it all throughout my legs. Oh, okay.
3: So you just get like longer hairs at the bottom of your leg? Yeah,
2: just a couple of them. So yeah. then I have to just do like a little quick, like, you spot know what's check. crazy
3: the other day? What? I don't know. I, I guess I haven't looked behind my thighs in a very long time. I had the longest hairs behind Stop. my thighs. I'm like, what <laughs> the
2: hell is this? <laughs> How long have I not shaved these hairs back here? We need some laser hair removal up in this piece. A real right now. tall, For real. But I'm one
3: of those lucky girls that I can shave with no problem.
2: Yeah, but like it's I like, can shave
3: dry, like nothing happens. Like some of my friends, oh like, no, I, I will
2: get those bumps. No, some I of a really yeah, a lot skin. of my
3: friends have like very sensitive skin. They yeah. need laser or they need sugar wax or they need this. I can actually like
2: go like this and shave my legs
3: dry before I go to the beach and nothing happens. Do you ever
2: go? Do you get waxed or do you just shave? Um no I just shave my legs.
3: I used to get waxed when I lived in Hobo. It's very again. expensive, you know, fifty dollars a leg. You know, oh for for waxing. Yeah, when, before my wedding, I was like, I'm waxing everything. The
2: bill was like two hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I only did my uh, mi flor, like my thing, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. <laughs> I was just so uncomfortable having like another woman I can't. all I'm up sorry. in my business. I'm sorry, I, I, I just can't. you know taking that like what is it called like the tongue depressor? And she would like put the tongue depressor like and on one end and you're. You're just like, all right, this is a little too intimate. It for is. Me. I'm sorry. It is. Other
3: like, than my OBGYN, I just don't want anybody yeah. down there doing all types of like situation.
2: Exactly. No. And then they're trying to have a conversation. So what are you doing tonight? I mean, I don't know. You're about to rip my hair out of my vagina. I'm like <laughs> not comfortable talking right now. Can we just hold off on this conversation? Not some of my friends, they go like every other week.
3: I'm like, but where are you going? Are you shooting a porn? Are you going on vacation? Yeah. Why are you always waxing your vagina? No. I just need to know this.
2: No, it doesn't need to be that. Like you, you don't need to keep the maintenance every two weeks. It's very expensive. Just so <laughs> you know, this is just our opinion. No, there, for real. there was an article Article from medium okay mm-hmm. and it said the five lessons every adult should have learned by now mm-hmm. so i wanted to run these by you to see what you think and whether or not you disagree or you agree okay okay so the five lessons every adult should have learned by now number one was adulthood is about give and take and you get what you give do you agree
3: a hundred percent
2: yeah it's just whatever energy you put out is what you give back
3: if you're successful in my opinion, mm-hmm. if you are successful, that's because you worked hard at it. If you graduate top of your class, you studied your ass off. If you get a bigger paycheck, you work more hours. Life is just about what you give
2: is what you get.
3: Well, I'm 100%
0: but on then, that.
2: What do you think about relationships where somebody gives their all and they don't get that back?
3: Well, that's when you're out here dating the wrong person, you know, because there'd be some shisty individuals mm-hmm. out here talking about, can you I hold a little bit of money? Can I
2: hold your car? Can I do this? So you yeah. gotta wake up a little bit. That's the only thing that I thought of when I read this. Relationships. One that, uh, yeah, in the relationship angle, like you can literally give somebody you're all like Mariah. And um, <laughs> and then they just take it. But you know what I'm saying? So it's no, like I know what you're good. saying. I think it is about give and take, and I definitely agree with you about like the success portion of it because, you know, I think that there's a reality to people's careers. We talk about this a lot on oh yeah, on this. Uh, there there podcast, definitely is. You know, but I think that the people who grind and the people who are spotted around the office all the time the people who are the most consistent or you know the people that other people can rely on mm-hmm. i think those are the ones who get ahead and yeah so no, I do it think shows it, it, it definitely shows
3: and not to say that some people aren't working hard and aren't trying their best and mm-hmm. still aren't getting to where they need to get to mm-hmm. but if you fall back if you don't work hard if you don't grind if you don't hustle you're minimizing your chances even further
2: I think I think we both agree on that one so number one we're, we're in on number two networking is the world's strongest currency I'm terrible at networking
3: you are terrible. I'm really good at networking.
2: You know what it is? I just don't put myself in the positions or the situations anymore where I should be networking. Is
3: it because you're so busy with other things? Yeah. Yeah. I'll okay. be honest with you. There's or, a or is it because you feel like you're at a certain place where networking no, is no longer necessary? No.
2: no, no, no. I agree that networking is essential if mm-hmm. you want to get ahead. My issue is time. So for example, there is something that's happening on Thursday night there is a PTA meeting at seven o'clock and I had written it in my calendar yeah. months ago because I wanted people to see that I was involved or that I cared about my kid's school, <laughs> honestly, because they only have these damn meetings at nine 30 in the morning. So working moms yeah. cannot attend these meetings. So when I found out they have one night meeting, you were like, I gotta go. I said, I gotta go. Yeah. Sure enough, this event is on that night. And so I responded to the person and I said, I'm so sorry. I have a prior commitment, even though I know it would be really beneficial for me in my career. Like, yeah i personally made that commitment at the beginning of the year and i said i need to show my face i need to be there that's what's important to me but i do think that networking is important i just don't think i'm really great at it at this point at this stage of my life right now yep that's because
3: you have other things going on yeah you know
2: but networking is really important like i
3: sometimes like let's say on sunday i met one person, and they were like, oh, I'm, I'm doing an artist showcase. Would you like to be on a panel? I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. That's a gig. Then I met someone from New York One, and they were like, oh, we want to come up to the station and do a piece on Mm -hmm. Power 105.1. Sure, let's do it. I exchange information with both of them. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to do a piece for New York One, and I'm going to go get a bag. That's incredible. But it's crazy because it happened because I was talking to the people. It happened because I was networking. I could have just easily just walked by Mm -hmm. and not even engaged the people. But I was like, hey, hi, how are you? I'm honey. Who are you here to see? We just talked a little bit, chopped it up. And then the third person I met was actually one of the people from BET that handles casting no way and they were like come up to BET this week so you can meet a couple of more of like the head of casting that was all on Sunday
2: wow and also I don't want to like blow up your spot but honey's going to be on love is blind season two I you wish. didn't know I'm kidding I'm kidding I
3: listen I want to be on the circle that's what I want to be I haven't
2: watched it don't tell me one thing about it because oh, I want to see it I can definitely... you please watch I will I promise so, you. We, can I will watch it, yes, so we can talk but networking is very it. very important and it
3: can get you a lot and it can get you very far in life
2: the one thing that i'll say about networking and this is something that like please i know what your reaction is going to be nobody believes that a person that works in our industry that has the positions that we have i am surprisingly shy like it is difficult for me like you just said that you went up to these people and talked to them i would literally be in a room with people and wait for other people to either introduce me to talk to someone i don't know i just don't have that like boldness and it's not that I'm shy like I'm a shrinking violet or like I'm a person who's a wallflower yeah. but it's just it takes a lot for me to like initiate that conversation I get that like social anxiety you know you know, and you know that's tough for people to you know network. what's
3: prompted me to initiate conversation and introduce myself to everyone in the room I don't want to be viewed as an antisocial or mm-hmm. rude person I never want someone to leave here and be like I saw honey German but she didn't even make eye contact or she didn't say yeah. good morning so as soon as I see a group of people regardless of who they are, they can be, I'd be like, takes nerve. I'm I like, hi, I I'm honey. Hi, I'm honey. Hi, I'm honey. Like, yeah. who are you here to see? Where are you from? What do you do? How can we help? But I do it more to cut out the whole, um, being perceived as like the a, impression a, a, that people might have, of giving you if yeah, you didn't. giving off a bad impression, yeah. by not engaging or by not saying good morning or not saying hello to people that are in the same room as as mm-hmm. I am. If it's a party, I'm not going far and wide to talk to people at a party. Right. But if we're all like in the studio or in the oh, lounge, no, that definitely, yeah, definitely yes. But
2: at parties, I find that it's very difficult for me to network for yeah. that reason because I just get like that that social anxiety, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know, like oh my gosh, they're probably talking to someone. Am I going to interrupt <laughs> their conversation? I'm chewing on my head. It's and, hard, and so. my 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 sister
3: has the same issue... And you know she's a beauty influencer mm-hmm. slash blogger. And when we go events, she kind of like tends to like not work the room. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you better work the room. That's an art. I'm like, honey. that's the owner of this. That's the director of that. And she can get you a job over here. Engage all three of
2: them. But I feel Bella on that one. You oh know, my God. sometimes well, you what's need the point that of coming then? person. But sometimes you need that outspoken person because it's not like you want to miss the opportunity. Yeah. But you also like you have your own reservations. That's why I say it's like I always get criticized criticized rather because people are like there's no way you're shy and i'm like well
3: there is a way that no, you're there shy. is
2: you know i mean and you have to honor what people are feeling they you know? are strangers
3: at the end of the day it's not like these are people that you know and that you're comfortable with and right. you don't know how you're going to be met you know exactly. like exactly i know thing. what you're saying yeah, i just so... i'm just a risk taker trust me i know i, know. I just are. be like let me just go for it i they, love
2: that about you I fuck wish... off. I'll be like,
3: i wish
2: i <laughs> wish i had that that um that element. Like, I wish yeah. I could be that way. I'm going um, with
3: you to the next ac- networking event. Oh, please. We're going to introduce ourselves together. Please Hi, we're honey do. and Carolina from Life we'll in Bangladesh.
2: Yes. Okay, number three is respect is far more important than anything else. I 100% agree that respect is far more important than anything else. As an adult, these are the five lessons every adult should have learned by now. Mm-hmm. I think respect, it doesn't matter if the person's older than you younger than you has a bigger position has is an intern I think that respect is a universal thing it is yeah you know
3: respect is very important and and it sets the tone for relationships whether it be working whether it be family as long as there's respect and, and you know how to you know set a boundary like okay I'm not gonna disrespect them by mm-hmm. doing this or I'm not going to take this because that's disrespectful I'm going, your life will be much much smoother if, if you put respect in like a high regard mm-hmm. when it comes to like the element of, of your persona and how you move. So totally. I agree with that I think 100%. three and four
2: go together though because being kind to people will get you much more than being better than them. There are a lot of people in this world and um, uh, yeah. my mom will say, Ay, tu fosa. Do you know what tu fosa is? Tu fosa? Um, no. Alguien tu como, like, um, tienes una nariz para arriba.
3: You know, like... Oh, we say that. Like, we say that. Ella tiene la nariz para. para. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
2: like somebody who is, who thinks that they're better than everyone else or like looks down on people. You you know what I mean? Like that's they're why stuck this up, kind of, sort
3: of. Yeah, stuck
2: up is a better way. I was looking for the word. Thank you.
3: Yeah. I don't understand those people. But well, me personally, like I'm mad chill. Like I'll see. I have like four friends at Starbucks. I, I just on <laughs> Sunday I made one of them a patelón because she's pregnant. She was like, do you get a patelón de Plata no maduro? And I trekked on a damn oh, train with the patelón for like my barista at Starbucks. That but is it, so it, sweet, it,
2: that's thoughtful.
3: But it's like I want. I, I have made it a mission to want everyone to feel important and mm-hmm. everyone to feel seen. Yeah. Because New York and, and the world and a lot of different things makes, you know, some people feel unseen. And yeah. I, I never want to be that person that feels like I'm better. than. Like I tell people all the time, we're all the same. We just have different jobs. Totally. If you kind of like put that into your mind, then it's, it will allow you to be a kind person, not to look down at anyone, not to feel like you're better than anyone. And it makes you feel good. But yeah. at least for me. Like, I ask people, I engage them, like, what do you do? Where do you work? Oh, my God, that that should be so fun. No matter what it is, people want to be seen. They want to feel important. They want to feel validated. And if you can take the time to just engage someone yeah. and make them feel like they matter, it, it goes a long way for the other person. Yeah. Not so much for you because
2: what really do you get out of it?
3: Uh, but it makes them feel a lot better. You might better. make a new friend, or you, you might—you might, know what I mean. Like I that's make friends like, all the time. I know you have many friends.
2: <laughs> you have many, many friends. But you know what? It's funny because I was—I was talking about the um, just with about politics with a dear, dear friend of mine, and um, this friend is Caucasian, and um, she said she didn't understand. You know, she was like, "Why? Why are they like going after this type of voter?" Or you know, because I said, "You know, there's you're breaking it down votes, for her." You know, and I said, "You know." Um, Right now, primarily, and and this is not an endorsement, or I'm not giving you guys any idea of what my affiliation is, but I was just explaining to her why, you know, Biden and Bernie Sanders are looking for the black vote, why they're looking for the Latinx vote. You know, that's dope. That's
3: really responsible of you that you can actually speak on those type of topics. Because a lot of people are lost; they don't understand what's happening. I was trying to
2: explain it to her, Uh you know. And I just said to her, "I go, look. I said, I think that now more than ever in this world, Mm -hmm. people want to be acknowledged. They do. You want to be." recognized as having a voice. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of what number four is talking about being kind of people will get you much more than being better than them. It's like, you know, for the longest time, you've had all of these minority groups, having people say we're better than you, we know better than you, we can tell you what to do, because we've experienced this, where now yeah. we're using our voices and saying, No, you know, we yeah. have a choice. Yeah, we do. We, we have a voice. And actually, it's becoming the majority, rather than the minority. So there you go. I'm off my soapbox. But there you go. So um, and then, finally five for the five lessons every adult should have learned by now was people in power are rarely the types of people who deserve to be in power wow mm. that's a different one Hmm. well let's talk about it people in power are rarely the types of people who deserve to be in power Here's my thought on this one. Go ahead.
3: You go first.
2: For the longest time, we have given positions of chief executive officer, president, uh, these lofty, incredible positions to men, Mm -hmm. primarily white men. By the way, love white men. I'm married to one. (laughs) (laughs) But what I will say is that this is true. And I think a lot of times people in power get there because- there really hasn't been a lot of competition. I know I'm going to get some feedback from this, but mm-hmm. hear me out. Now we are running in the same races. We are. So, you know, there are women who are more qualified for positions, but because there are men on the board, they're not getting the position because It's a boys club. You're getting
3: blocked. And you're getting blocked. And
2: that's the reason why I believe that, you know, this is true. People in power are really the types of people who deserve to be in power. A lot of times these positions go to men because, oh, their dad was the former blah, blah, blah of this company. Nepotism. Uh and all of these things. Yeah,
3: they're handed down. They're like passed down all these positions, Absolutely.
2: But I think that once you understand that that's what's happening – that's when you can begin to change it. Yeah. So um, there's a person who I follow. Her name is Melody Hobson. Um, she's actually married to George Lucas. Okay. And she is a, um, she She works in finance. And I just think that she's one of the brightest. If you can follow her on Instagram, she really is just so smart. And um, something that she has said too, like in the past, and I'm paraphrasing, so please don't don't quote me on this. But, um, but yeah, it talks about this where, you know, if we want to change those positions, then we have to put our foot forward. It's kind of like the lean in situation mm-hmm. that whole initiative so, yeah but
3: things, yeah. i feel like things are changing so much you know um alexandria ocasio-cortez was here mm-hmm. last week and she's one of those people that that make me feel like it is changing yes. the the face of of the people that are in office is changing it is it is shifting towards the people and despite the fact that we have a president in office that puts in all his people mm-hmm. we're still out here you know making a shift in the culture and we're we're talking politics here but I'll deviate a little bit more as far as like even corporate wise Mm -hmm. sometimes it is not even that it's handed to the person sometimes it's just that person doesn't even know how to be a leader you know so it's like you have a person in power who doesn't deserve it why doesn't they yeah they have accolades yeah they have
2: degrees but are they a good leader not necessarily. Not exactly. You know, I, I mean, see there it. are people who, um, you, there are people who answer to somebody who's in power, and that person who is in power has never done any of the positions below them ever. They they cannot How relate. You explain that. You they- know what I mean? So that's where I think it's like, do they deserve to be there? Somebody thinks they deserve to be there, but the big bosses, yeah. You know what I mean? So
3: that's where I don't know. I'm always for the people, and I I love a boss that's been the people. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say our boss, Thea, Mm -hmm. she started as an intern, started from the bottom. She's been there. She can talk to mostly every person at any stage in their life working in radio. Oh, you're a jock. Okay. I understand your struggle. Oh, you're a music. Okay, Okay. I understand your struggle. Yeah. But to come from like, oh, I've never worked in radio, but now I am. This, yeah, it's just like how can you relate to? But us? that's
2: the truth, though. People it in is. power are really the types of people who deserve to be in power. There is a wonderful person that I don't know if you know him very well, but um, I came up with him here at uh, when I was working at Z100. His name is Darren Pfeffer. Okay. He is now the. I don't even know what his title is. He's it's like a big title, right? The executive vice president boss. of entertainment for Madison Square Garden, the greatest the arena boss of bosses in the world. At MSG. Okay, got it. this <laughs> dude started handing out stickers on the promotions team for C100. I
3: respect that. That
2: is crazy respect to a mm-hmm. guy like that. So when you see people like that come up, you're like, yes, I applaud you. You deserve. You deserve versus it. my
3: dad is the CEO of exactly. MSG, and I got this job exactly. fresh. Out out of college. I feel you. There
2: you go. So anyway, I thought those were interesting. And I interesting. there are a lot of people who are, you know, listening to us either at work or they're driving and they want us to like, you know, keep them company. But when we saw this list, I was like, you know what, that is actually very helpful. And it's something to ponder and think about, you know, like, how can you incorporate some of these things into your everyday life? How can you be a little bit more uh, of a networker? Not like me, yes. maybe be a little more like <laughs> honey, you know, but um, these are helpful things that I think that anybody could use, whether they're working in media or any other type of profession.
3: hundred percent. That was a good, solid list. Yeah, I Now so. I feel like
2: being a better person today. I know. Wasn't on my
3: agenda, but uh, no, I'll work what? on
2: it. Yeah. We're, we're making a change everybody. <laughs> well, you know, you can send us your emails, life and Spanglish podcast at gmail.com and follow us on social. I am Honey
3: German on Instagram. Yes, and
2: I am at the Real Carolina. Which, by the way, I was messed up on Instagram. What last happened week. No, now? For real? Oh
3: yeah, Carolina had drama with Instagram. I had mad she needed drama to talk to the last CEO week. last week. Okay, he
2: did not take my call. Charlemagne was with
3: him. He needs to like tell him to call you.
2: What? Charlemagne was with him. Go on
3: his Instagram. They were together. They took a picture. Hello. You know what? He needs my to get me Verified. When I and he needs him. to fix your uh, Instagram story no. situation.
2: So for real, you know what? My Instagram stories—they were. St- Stuck on a certain number from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And that's rare. Like, I, trust me, I'm not one of those people that is like, rare because people be people stalking be her. <laughs> me. But it was just bizarre. And then I posted our life in Spanglish video mm-hmm. and I tagged you in it and I said, I asked you, I said, is something up with Instagram because yeah. it wasn't showing up? Everything's fine. I'm not panicked. Um, (laughs) She's going to survive this. But I am at The Real Carolina. So make sure that you follow me there. And we'll be back next week with another awesome episode. Yeah, make
3: sure you subscribe, too, so that you can get that little alert, like, boom, a new episode of Life in Spanglish has dropped.
2: That's always yes. good because you don't have to remember to go looking no, for it. No, you have so many other things to remember. The podcast
3: app will just give you a reminder. You At five stars, dog. don't play.
2: You got to feed your kids. You got to change diapers. You got to do like, you got to vacuum. You got to ride your man. You don't want to have to. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, you could do that too. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we'll be back next week. Thanks so much for joining us. That was good. <laughs>